Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fresh Start Podcast, a show where we share success principles, explore the stories, experiences, and journey of real people in order to provide newcomers with strategies to succeed. My name is David Ojeenka. Today's show is the part two of Breaking the Glass Ceiling with Everly Quark. If you haven't heard part one yet, go back and listen to it. That is the episode right before this because you need that for context. Now, let's dive right into part two of Breaking the Glass Ceiling with Everly Quark. What is it about your war ethic or your character or your personality that you think is that secret sauce? Well, I'm glad you raised that because you could look at that and say, because I, I sometimes when people ask me about my success, and oh, I always say, oh, I was just lucky, right thing in the right place at the right time. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. But there is a bit of that. There is a bit of that. Okay? So, so let's not take that away. <laughs> let's not take that away as well. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying, though, is that my character is, I'm quite tenacious, but the most important thing for me to tell anyone is your attitude. Mm-hmm. You reflect back on where you are today, or all those people you've interviewed, they all have one thing in common. They have a very positive attitude. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Because your positive attitude can go, you work hard. Mm-hmm. Many immigrants come here, they work very hard. Mm-hmm. If, you, if somebody, they work harder than maybe somebody who's not an immigrant. But I'm not saying this is all, but you work very hard. I, when I was a professor at university, I would work and I would do make sure that my lecture notes, my students were very important to me. And I would still be at the office in, at 11 o'clock at night to make sure that my lecture notes are up to date for the students mm-hmm. because of my commitment to them. So I work very hard. Uh, I, I guess I have a great sense of humor, which is very, very important, especially the corporate world or anyone, because we all have rough patches in life. Every one of us, you look at me, everything is so smooth, it's so wonderful, right? But as long as you are alive, everybody have their ups and downs. There are very few people who don't. And it's when you're down, is how you deal with it. So it goes back to attitude. It goes back when you have challenges, is to deal with those challenges with a sense of humor. Uh, with with a positive attitude, with saying, okay, be creative. Okay, how can I handle this? How can I think out of the box? I have two choices. I can dwell in my gloom and doom. Mm -hmm. And every minute that I dwell in my gloom and doom, I lose the opportunity to think positive and think creatively. You think about it. Yeah. So I pull myself out. And then I think also, and this is where I come into play for others, we all have that. And then luckily enough to to find a few good friends, a few whom you can talk to. They can act as your mirror to lift you up. Mm -hmm. So you in turn go and lift somebody else up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So so I think that, and then I'm very, I suppose part of my success is the fact that I'm also very straightforward, as you can tell from this interview. Yeah. <laughs> I, I call a spade a spade. A spade yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes you get into trouble. But that's yeah. okay. But I am who I am. 
Um, speaking of networking the right way, when you were growing in your career, there was nothing like LinkedIn. It was tougher for people to connect and, and network then than it is right now. I think in some ways it's a natural. I'm, I, I, I like people and mm-hmm. I think it comes across. I, I really enjoy, I don't put on an act, you know, I mean, I, I really genuinely like somebody. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of my personality, I think has helped. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I find that regardless of where you go, don't forget, I came to Canada, as I told you, I didn't know a soul, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So same as when I went to the corporate world, I mean, everywhere, I went to Saskatchewan, I didn't know a soul. Mm-hmm. So how did I get going from there? And I create, a, now let me tell you an interesting story and, and then how in Saskatchewan, when I arrived there, not knowing one person, and I thought, well, how do I go? What do I do? So I found out that there was an organization called, I think it was at that time called the Association of Canadian International Affairs. They, they all meet once a month or something. Mm-hmm. So I decided to take it on myself. I joined. Mm-hmm. I went in there. I went to the first meeting, didn't know so. And so because of my personality, I met one or two people, I chatted. Then I took the initiative, I took the initiative then to socialize. Then I invite, I initiated, let's have dinner together. I invited them to my place. At that time I had a tiny little apartment, but I did the cooking. And so this is how it went on from there. I initiated a lot of things. I don't sit there and wait for, for you to come and call me. So I think that has to do with a lot of that too. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. if you're genuinely interested in people, if you have a personality that, that you really care, most people understand uh, how sincere you are. You're the president and CEO of Amara International. So how did you get there? Did you ever know that, you know, I will become a CEO? You know, because there's people have people do career mapping goal settings career planning and all that which are fantastic but what how did you get to this point did you know was it no i didn't know i didn't know like so many things i came when i came to vancouver now don't forget i was already a a a a a, a, a president of saskatchewan institute of Plant science and technology okay so i've had some management or but that is still more public sector. Mm-hmm. When I came to Vancouver, when I married my husband, I had another cultural shock. Mm-hmm. Uh, partly there was a bit of a language thing. They look at me and they expect, I was not fluent in Chinese. They look at me and they said, huh? You know, they started speaking Chinese to me. I didn't have a clue half of them, the context. I, my husband's friend, they haven't got, I didn't have a clue what they were saying. Right? Mm-hmm. And then I went, I gave up a, a career path, and then I came to Vancouver. I had, didn't know anybody. I didn't even know where the dry cleaner was. Didn't mm-hmm. know a dentist, and then let alone career-wise. Mm-hmm. So I decided, well, I have to do something. Mm-hmm. So I, this is going back in one of the principles, is to think out of the box, mm-hmm. take a chance, and be creative. Mm-hmm. Exactly what Joshua said. That's why I could identify a lot of things he, he did. He said in that interview. So I started Amara. I, I started Amara because of some of the background. I know that I was enjoyed uh, in the whole investment field myself, mm-hmm. right? And I had some CEO experience by now, right? Mm-hmm. 
And then I thought, well, again, what have I got to lose? So, so I, that's how I started Amara International. And then at that time, the, the focus of Amara was doing a lot of cross-cultural uh, 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 activities. Like, you know, in those days, I'm now going back to, to uh, now in about in the 1991, where there was a lot of, uh, don't forget, I also came out of Asia Pacific Foundation by that time, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, on how you do trade, how you do business across, because I had the Asian background, right? I have some connection there and you build from there and what advice I can give, say, if you decide to go and do business, you have to understand the people you do business with. And that's how it all started. So now let's, let's talk about sitting on boards. How did you get to most of those boards? And what advice do you have for black indigenous and people of color to also get into that position? You know, because we don't really see a lot of representation when it comes to black and indigenous people of color on boards, especially corporate boards. How did you get there? And what advice do you have for the listeners? Yeah, well, as I said, during my time, it was unique because I, I fit into the box, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, I, I am a woman. I always say that when they get me, they get, they pay the price of one, they get five good things, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> they pay the same amount, like out of the board, but they get a woman, they, they get an immigrant, right? They get somebody who's lived in Asia, who, who, who's hardworking, you know? So, so, so all these things, that they get it. So from what advice, you're absolutely right. I think we need to, those people who are already, let's use women or, or minority groups, there are very few yet, mm -hmm. have to, when you're on the board, you have to speak out. Mm -hmm. You do more than speaking out. You have to take some action. You have to push for them. Mm -hmm. right? That's number one. Number two, I, I, I think it, it, it's uh, timing is changing a little bit. In fact, in some ways, you have more opportunity now than it did during my time. Because during my time, I was it. I was the only one, right? Mm -hmm. And now there's much more awareness mm -hmm. and diversity is now becoming more and more uh, focused. Mm -hmm. Not enough. Long way to go. And mm -hmm. diversity, not in terms of just gender, but in terms of racial background. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and this is now slowly becoming. So awareness is key. Mm -hmm. So for example, like what you are doing is excellent in promoting that. Mm -hmm. uh, creating organizations have to be pushed. Mm -hmm. right? and, and it should neither be judged by one's color, one's skin, especially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they have to, and, and profession, in profession for that matter. You know, I mean, you, you, I mean, you see this racial discrimination takes place all the time. You know, whether you have a, a, a doctor, you hear all these horrible stories about a doctor coming in to see a patient, a white patient, the patient wants to have a white doctor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Before it was, you know, a, a woman doctor, they want a male doctor, they want a male white doctor. The last thing they, they, they may not, and this is changing, but before they didn't want a, a black woman doctor. 
I mean, this is changing, but it's a long, long way to go. So for those of us who, are, who have any form of influence, it is up to us, no matter how big, how small a role, we have to take action and play a role, help open doors and fight for these because it's very very important i mean i'm so i don't know how many more years i'm going to live but i think that if i do nothing else i want to be able if i see something that is worth supporting i need to support them i want to support them it's not need i want to support them and i expect them to 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 follow the same path uh, i'm curious if i if you and i were were friends in high school would i bet on you being who you are today no, absolutely not. I was such a mousy, mousy kid. I remember my father when when he sent me off to Australia, saying to to the the only thing he worried about because I never opened my mouth. And then oh. now I talk nonstop. <laughs> so how did that change? I think it was a survival thing. I think when I went to Australia, mm-hmm. I was no longer in a protected environment. It was either sink or swim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And most human beings, when they you know, sometimes when you throw something, which is maybe challenging, and, and I go back to what I said before, is your attitude. Mm-hmm. If you have something thrown challenging at you, you can, you can either lie low and die, or you can rise above it, and, and it pushes you to do something more creative and better. Mm-hmm. And you reach out to others. So what are some of the mistakes that you see newcomers make? Yeah, that the one biggest mistake I see is that it is human nature to stick with your own group. You feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I see, now I can speak for many of the, some of the Asian Chinese immigrants that come in. They stick, they speak their own language. I have had people who've come here and they've been here for 20 years. And it may still not speak a word of English or very little English because like living in Vancouver, you don't have to speak, you don't have to speak English because it's such a large Asian Chinese community. Mm-hmm. So, so I think, so you tend, and I use the word, so be careful. You, you, we, there's a tendency because it's a comfort zone and then immigrants tend to ghettoize themselves, mm-hmm. right? I think anyone, and I think maybe in part of my success has been now as we talk about it, you have to go out, you have to mm-hmm. participate, you have to share, you have to learn from others. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the comfort zone, yes, it's better to human nature is such you want to be with your own people. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean you don't keep your own culture. Mm-hmm. But you also, immigrants, also have to learn when in Rome do what the Romans do. But mm-hmm. you, you bring some very positive things with you. Mm-hmm. But you also have to assimilate. Mm-hmm. You can have both. You can bring your culture, keep some of your culture, but you also have to learn the new culture. You have to meet new people. You have to mm-hmm. work. And, and this is the beauty of Canada. You know, I, 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 you know, but so I think many immigrants have not been taught that. Or, or, but it's human nature. And then people have to encourage them to move out of their own comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And the more you move out of your own comfort zone, you will find that you will, people will see you with different eyes, you will contribute more, you will learn more from the others, and then you become seamless. Yes. We need to share more stories about ourselves. Yes. We share with each other. Like yes. this is why I think what you are doing 
David, is so wonderful. And I want you to continue doing that because you, you're really creating a niche that is a very, very important role that you play. Mm-hmm. And I congratulate you and, 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 you know, that concept of sharing stories. You know, when you know somebody, you share a story, then all the preconceived uh, ideas or preconceived uh, concepts you have, uh, what's the word I'm not thinking of? Uh, yeah, the, 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 the preconceived thinking yeah. goes away. Mm-hmm. Like children, right? Children don't see color. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so true. That's, that's absolutely true. You know, taking that extra step, going that extra mile to understand other culture, other people is very, very important. So thank you so much for sharing that. But let's talk about the misconceptions that people have about newcomers. I think there's many factors here. It's not one single thing. Like, like these are the doctors thing. I think some of it is also the professional organizations, whether it's doctors, lawyers, or whatever, it's, it's, it's in a way they protect their own, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you feel that uh, because of also the lack of knowledge, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they feel that you trained in, in Canada, you're the best because mm-hmm. that's all they know. Mm-hmm. So, so you have a professional body that protects your own, mm-hmm. right? Lawyers are the same. Engineers are the same. Mm-hmm. They, 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 so that's number one. Number two is also they don't open up and, and know about other training. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's secondly. That's what you see this in a lot of doctors driving taxis just because they, they, I think another factor is when immigrants come into the country, mm-hmm. I think uh, perhaps the government should do a better job in clarifying, educating I don't think that's enough done for an immigrant coming in to, to educate them, to tell them what it's really like, how more difficult it is to get a job. People come in, they come in with rose-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. It's not that way. You know mm-hmm. that. It's yes. not that way. So if more, if, 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 if from the, from the fil- filtering section when, when, when with immigrants coming in, I think if they have a greater awareness of some of the challenges because people who come in only think of it as a country of opportunity wow something so easy you know is this is that they're all very positive immigrants coming in mm-hmm. but they don't see the negatives negatives in the sense of challenges and they should know some of these challenges before they they they, they pull up roots mm-hmm. and then all they can say how do we before i come I mean, I'm not talking about, about some of these political asylum things. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about immigrants who decide to come. And then they come in here, then they have problems. And it's only the likes of the people with a very positive attitude and all that, and they get some help. Then they go the next step. Otherwise, they go down this, this hole. They keep going swirling down this hole. Mm-hmm. And it's very challenging financially or, or otherwise. And first of all, it's getting the job. That's one. It's, it's getting... And then, um, and you have to be very entrepreneurial mm-hmm. right, to do that. Or you, you, then you have the other issues of uh, racial discrimination because people don't know enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very all these things are very complex. So mm-hmm. I, I just think it's education is very important. That's right, education to people for, before they come in. 
They should mm -hmm. be from whether the country acts, they have to be more straightforward and, and somebody should be more honest with these people who immigrate and say, yes, these are, yes, these are the positive things about country X, Y, and Z. I mean, Australia is no different. I mean, so it's not specifically Canada, mm -hmm. but we all go into a country with much more rose-colored glasses. Mm -hmm. But nobody has actually educated them to say, well, yes, these are positives, but there's also a lot of negatives and you have to be prepared what you need to do. If you know the challenges, then you prepare yourself for those challenges. So at least it's an easier way to assimilate into the, into the new country, not ranging whether it's kids going to school or all things, because you don't just come solo sometimes. I mean, you solo, it might be easier, but if you have a whole family bringing young kids, the challenges of school, the many cha the challenges of settling in, the cost, and, and you, know, uh, you know, ranging from the healthcare, you name it, to, to, to have to maneuver around all these things. I think there should be a greater support system for these, for people. Okay, so let, let's talk about your mistakes you know, because a lot of people can't see you today and think that, you know, um, everything is just, you're perfect. Everything is just rosy. You're this invincible person who doesn't have any flaws. Can you tell us some of the mistakes you've made in the past, lessons you've learned from them, and how you've corrected those mistakes? Well, I make mistakes all the time. I make them every day. Right. I mean, so we all make is whether the big ones, the little ones. And 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 I have found that uh, when I used to make mistakes and I would bother me, upset me. And it was, you know, and I keep beating myself up for being so stupid or for doing this and that, 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 all that. We all human. Right? Mm -hmm. But now when I make a mistake, I have a very different attitude. Right. Mm -hmm. I try not to make the same mistake, but if I made a mistake, I made I didn't make it consciously. I make mistakes, and then it could be decision mistakes, right? Mm -hmm. You have to move on, but it goes back to attitude again. Right? It could be a financial mistake. It could be a people mistake. Uh, uh, it could be little things. Mm -hmm. So I, when you make a mistake, the best thing is that sometimes you may need to, to uh, have somebody there again, if you have a, a good friend or a mentor that somebody you can talk to mm -hmm. and then, you know, and then you say, Oh, I made it. And then somebody to reassure you. Oh, you know, I mean, so that's a mistake, but so it's not a big deal in like in the old realm of things. Mm -hmm. So you have to move on. Mm -hmm. And the, and I use the word move on. It is a very key word, David. We all have challenges in life. We all have our downs, we have our ups, we have our downs. But when we have our downs is to be able to move on and many people cannot move on. And so if you want to help somebody, I find that, I think especially now with COVID, this mm -hmm. is a good time for us to discuss this. You look at some of the restaurants, for example, like today I was just reading the papers. Some of the entrepreneurial ones, I mean, restaurants are closing, they do they move on, they find different ways to think of a box. Mm -hmm. For example, there was this in the Globe today about this individual in a curry house or something like that, and he was flayed off. He was, many people are being laid off. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Now he's created something 
created takeout things and, and create them. So he's thinking he's moved on. Yes, you grieve you, that many people are being laid off. Then you have to pause and say, okay, how do I move on? Can I think of other ways of doing it differently? Is this an opportunity instead of a negative? And give yourself hope. And if you have somebody whom you're dealing with, give them encouragement, right? And you can, and, and this business of, you know, I, I love uh, uh, the, the, uh, the Obama phase, you know, in the sense, yes, we can. Mm-hmm. I think those three words are very short, very powerful. Mm-hmm. But if we believe in yes, we can, and we have somebody to support you, yes, this is especially now with so many people being laid off mm-hmm. in all sectors, is to give people encouragement and hope, but they have to come from their own creativity. They have to want to move on. You cannot help somebody who doesn't want to move on. Yes, you've spoken about the fact that now you make, you make a lot of mistakes. But can you, is there, can you tell us a personal story of a mistake you made and how you corrected it? What advice would you give to yourself as a young immigrant making a way through corporate Canada? Have more confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. And going back the same thing again, if you make the mistake, if things don't work out, don't beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. Everybody does that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, out of the whole group, look for not just mentors, look for allies at every level. Mm-hmm. Looking mm-hmm. for allies is very important. Mm-hmm. And in order to look for allies, you also have to, to how to create allies. You, then your own personality have to come to play. Mm-hmm. You have to be the first to put your foot forward. You Best put your foot forward first. Mm-hmm. Don't expect people to come to you. You go to them. Mm-hmm. And when you go to them and when you have allies and all that, be grateful for what people give you. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you have to apologize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you are as good, you have to have you are as good as they are. You bring different things. Mm-hmm. You bring different value system. You, you bring different experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, they give just because they're over there and they hire up and you, you made your junior getting in. That's fine. You have to start somewhere. They didn't mm-hmm. start there in the first place. But, but I think sometimes when women go into, they become too submissive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they underplay their own strength. But at the same time, you don't want to try and be a man either. I never mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. They went through a phase when, when women were trying to, 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 I mean, many of the men that I work with don't swear. The women were much more aggressive, but in, in, in attitude, in performance. No, you just just be who you are. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, women have a lot of advantages in terms of they can be much more charming than the guys. Mm-hmm. They can be, right? You yes. don't have to just be who you are just because you think differently. You're different. You, you have more... Um, very different attributes, you know. I think women bring in women are more. They think out of the box more. They much more. Uh, in some ways, I hate to say this, but in some ways, they have much more common sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the thing we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different, different from the guys. Yeah, yeah. And so together we work together. I mean, you know, that's why you can play be your team. Okay, with all of your wisdom now, if you could say something to your former 20-year-old self, what would it be? That we all evolve, mm-hmm. right? And uh, self-confidence, when I was 
30 years ago, I didn't have the same confidence. Mm -hmm. And that too will evolve. Mm -hmm. The more experience you have, the more people uh, you work with, uh, you, 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 you develop, you feel more secure. You know, I, I think you learn more. Just move on. Just, just, just uh, trust yourself. Imagine sitting across a newcomer immigrant. What advice would you give to them to navigate their journey? And also, how can they showcase what their unique experiences bring to the workplace? Well, first of all, the newcomer has to be open to want to get to know his or her community. Okay, mm -hmm. number one, you're new here, so you have to, to go out and showcase who you are. Mm -hmm. So showcase who you are, I would say, you have to be open. You have to be open because some people are not ready to welcome you. But why would I welcome you? And the reason is, is, is to, to, to chat, to meet people, to meet people and to take the initiative. Many newcomers don't take the initiative. They're too shy to take the initiative. Mm -hmm. Right? If you take the initiative, many things will come your way. They may not be exactly what you would hope, but they still, once the initiative is there, out of 10 people you take the initiative, I bet you at least five, you get somewhere to the next step. Mm. Mm. Wow. And then out of the five, you might get three who would really say, wow, David, I'm really so glad I've met you. I've learned from you. Let us work together. How can I help you? And how can you help me? I mean, mm -hmm. then you start talking, you start talking, you start telling your stories. Mm -hmm. Then because you give something to me, I give something to you, go, that what goes around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't be a taker, you can't be a giver all your life. Mm -hmm. Somewhere in the middle. So I think if you go, and so out of 10 people, even if you have three, then you become, that, that is, is, is like a melting pot where you can share the giving and the taking. Mm -hmm you come a long way. Mm -hmm. And then those are those three people will also go around and help other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't, the, the relationship is not between just you and I. Mm -hmm. Like if I introduce you to somebody, like for example, you did this, this thing, this is what your podcast is all about. You did this with, with, with um, Joshua and all that, but people listen to what you're doing, which is great. Mm -hmm. And then you share it with other people. So it's a matter of sharing, sharing it, but it goes right back to having a heart, having genuine, be genuine with yourself, be mm -hmm. genuine with the people mm -hmm. you are with. Mm -hmm. have, have, especially now you have to care. Mm -hmm. You have to care. You have to have certain basic value system. Having to care is very, very important. Because once you care about somebody, colors don't come in anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about how they look. It's about the content of their character. Right. It's your value system. Yeah. Then you see the beauty in the person. Mm -hmm. Right? You become, you're like a child. You become colorblind. You see the beauty. Like I see you over the thing. I see your beautiful teeth. I see you as a beautiful person. Mm -hmm. Other than over beyond the physical, 
Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. I think it's very, very important. If people think positive and, and it, it, it helps. David, I, I, I say it again. I've said it three or four times at this interview. I congratulate you what you're taking on, what you're doing. Thank you. I'm really proud of you doing that Thank as you. another human being. It's a great thing because people can talk, but they don't take action. And what you're doing is it's a great thing. It benefits a lot of people. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Fresh Start. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with someone you know and love. Please go ahead and subscribe on any platform you listen to your podcast. And also please take a moment to leave us a review because that would help us to reach more audience. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FreshStartOrb. If you know any newcomer you think would be a good fit to interview for the podcast, we'd like to hear from you. Please go to www.thefreshstartup.com to nominate someone. We appreciate you and remember, no matter how hard the past is, you can always begin again. Take care and have a great week.